This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Hi, it's Vanessa from the Fighting Stigma Show on Free FM. Are you a Waikato local? Do you have an idea for a radio show? Do you want to try your hand at being a content creator on Free FM? If so, check out our website on freefm.org.nz or find Free FM on Facebook and get in touch. Let's go! Kia ora e hauma, nau mai, hari mai, koa hana tokoonua, and you are listening to the That's the Ticket with Kim Nooney. The 73rd episode of That's the Ticket today, and in a fitting follow-up to the last episode of the show, where I had Ray Powell and Nick Bray on to talk about assassins, I now have the poster person for the show, Benny Marama here. Kia ora, Benny. Oh, kia ora, mei oa. Oh, thanks for having me on. Hey, you know, it's been a hot minute since I've had you on. I feel like last time I had you on That's the Ticket was um, in 2020 to talk about basement. Oh, my gosh. No. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well. So um, oh, it's a miracle we've lasted this long, you know, because <laughs> we're quite good friends. You're quite prolific in the creative community. So that seems like a regular guest spot kind of waiting to happen, but it hasn't yet, which is good, I think. Um, otherwise, we just spend every uh, Tuesday talking about, like, Dua Lipa and <laughs> other things. Um, but actually, I've already given away one of my goals for today's episode, which is to, like, play a few Dua Lipa songs because we have a shared love of that. It's an unofficial special because I'm not going, like, ham on it but like i am gonna mention her many many times good as you should because she is an icon um i don't know why i say her name in like a scottish accent because of a tiktok i saw yeah um of like a, a scottish cop kind of infiltrating a um a queer space and say hello do i love listening to some do i don't know what that accent was i I, this is a strong start to the show. Um, so we're just going to circle back to uh, that's the Zikabana Mooney and special guest <laughs> already one accent down and we've been like, live for two minutes. Um, so back to Assassins. And the reason I say back to Assassins and I'm stressing Assassins is because I'm thinking today is the last time that Assassins is going to be covered on That's the Ticket. Because it's it's been been talked about on the show often. I've had um, two Assassins episodes already, plus um, the lovely Mike Williams um, in to talk about it. And now you and I feel like it's 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 we're kind of rounding it off um, because for some context, Mm -hmm. Assassins uh, was meant to uh, go on stage at the Meteor Theatre in twenty twenty. But COVID was like nah, and then it was meant to go on stage in August 2021. COVID was like no, thank you, and so you guys have officially opened. It opened on uh, December 11th, and uh, so far nothing terrible has happened. Yeah, we um got off stage on the Friday, um, and the second. When we had backstage, we, saw, we all kind of looked at each other and screamed and hugged. And I was like, cool, we can go into lockdown now. We've done one show. <laughs> we can go into lockdown. We're sorted. It's unreal. It's bizarre. It still feels unreal that we, after like 18 months, yeah, like we're, we're finally moving. It's so strange. And, and it's um, going to be just, over in the blink of an eye as well. Yeah. Yeah, I was listening to um, uh, actually some songs from Assassins this morning and was like, oh, this will be this will be it next week. By this time next week, that'll be the end of this journey that's been like 18 months in the in making. The making, yeah. And so the remaining assassin shows are uh, your Wednesday to Saturday, 
Um, so date-wise, that's, um, oh, I should have done my research. Closing night's the 18th. What does that make Wednesday? Um, 15th. 15th. Oh, this is great radio. Um, so <laughs> Assassins is uh, running at the Meteor Theatre December 15th to 18th. Uh, tickets are available now. I will be putting the links up with the podcast of this episode. But um, if you can't wait, uh, go to themeteor.co.nz. I believe they are $40 general admission and uh, $30 concession. Correct, Benny? All right. And, um, okay, just re- circling back to rounding out assassins, Um You've just finished your opening weekend and you've already talked about how it was just kind of unreal. You got after that first show, you're like, cool, we've we've done it. But um, now that you've got two under your belt, you, um, you ready to get back on stage? Yeah, absolutely. This is, um, I was talking to Mike um, last week and um. This is one of my bucket list shows. I could, honestly, I could do this show for the rest of my life. It could be a while, at the very least. Wow. Um, wow. Yeah, I'm, I'm amped for um, Wednesday. Yeah, I, I um, watched the Tony's performance of Everybody's Got the Right, mm. um, which is the closing number. Um, and I was like, Dang, sold. And then, like, got obsessed with Assassins. Um, and then went to Silo um, uh, to watch a production of it. Um, and I was like, this is the first time I've seen Assassins live, this show I've been so obsessed with. And I was talking to Kyle Chewin, the director, last year. So yeah, I saw it in Auckland, and Kyle was Zangara in that production. So Kyle, Kyle was in was it. it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which so, is so strange. Yeah, everyone's like, full circle with the show, cast, crew, yeah. production team, everyone alike. There's there's a lot of people who have a lot of connections to the show. I know when I had um. Mike Williams on uh, just to talk about general stuff. And obviously he was talking about assassins because that was his next um, creative project. And he was talking about how he um, has, it's like his favorite song time. And so I I feel like a lot of people, it's one, I didn't know much about it until, you know, bold launched it in 2020 and then quickly unlaunched it um <laughs> a lot of a lot of people it's kind of got a, a little bit of a following yeah i think it's um i don't i don't mean to i don't want to um uh denigrate it but it feels like hips to sondheim 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 if you don't like sondheim that's a that's a good way to put it. And actually, I was lucky enough to um, attend not opening night. I wasn't cool enough for opening night, but um, <laughs> the Saturday night, the second show. And um, I was going into it not knowing what to expect because obviously I've talked about assassins so much on that's the ticket, and I'm just like, okay, don't let any bias kind of come in. But I thoroughly enjoyed myself. I thought you did an absolutely marvelous job, Benny. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I thought Mike um, did a great job too, Um, which I knew he would, but after him coming on the show, I was like, oh, this could be an opportunity to like make jokes at Mike. But no, Mike, I thought you did um, wonderfully. And um, actually I was saying this to Benny uh, before we went on air, but um, when I had uh nick bray the md for assassins and ray powell uh co-founder of bold theater who are producing the show on that's the ticket they talked about how it is a strong ensemble piece of theater and i wholeheartedly agree like there there wasn't a weak link to be seen everyone was so on point oh my gosh you you guys all deserve to um take a bow (laughs) you know oh my gosh the thing with um that is that um, this only was enabled um, with 
co creatively with Kyle and Nick, Carlton, the director. Um, uh, and also the fact that Kyle um, made the decision to not have a, not have a company, it's just this core cast of nine. We play all of the roles um, yeah. in this weird toilet purgatory. Oh, actually, um, special mention to um, Courtney Mayle as well, because I really enjoyed mm. the set. Some great set changes as well, I thought. Beautifully done. Oh, my gosh. And the costumes. And she did her costumes too. Jeez, loves, loves to put that mahi in old Courtney, eh? One job isn't enough. <laughs> well, honestly, it's um, a true collaborative effort. Yeah. Um, and it feels good. It feels so, so good. See, that's a lovely note to end the um, Assassin's uh, segment of today's episode. So thank you, Benny. Um, and so I want to get into other kind of aspects of the Benny sphere because you always have a lot going on. Um, but before we, we jump into that, um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go for a cheeky song break. A um, very special and important segment on That's the Ticket. Um, you've, you've been a part of a few, but uh, it's Rick's pick time. Uncle Rick. Kia Uncle Rick. So for those who don't know, uh, every week I have Rick's pick on That's the Ticket, and basically it's because I have an Uncle Rick. Uh, he's a great uncle. He also has very good music taste. He uh, listens to a lot of radio, listens to a lot of music, um, and when he found out that I had my own radio show, he's like, cool, I'm going to give you a list. Every week we can do Rick's pick, and every week I have – and um, this week, I've got a song that I hadn't heard. This is this is something I've been saying a lot these days because I think I've probably played through all the ones I know. But uh, this week, I've got a song by the Spencer Davis group. Uh, it's called Keep On Running because that's what the Assassins uh, team have done. They've just kept on going, mm-hmm. kept on running, kept on trucking and got the show um on the stage. So here is the 2010 remaster of Keep On Running by Spencer by the Spencer Davis Group. This week's Rick's Pick. Oh, 
solid pick this week, Uncle Rick. Not going to lie. Um, it's a good vibe. Good vibes. I mean, to be honest, I don't think I've ever actually been shady on a Rick's pick because they always work out. They're always good. Yeah, uh, for, for real, um, I look forward to hearing one of Uncle Rick picks because he's got great taste. He really does. And he's got wide wide taste like yeah it's eclectic all in one genre yeah exactly um so yeah you'll have to wait and see what next week says then benny but uh you're listening to that's the ticket with hannah mooney uh today's special guest is the one and only benny marama um i say only even though often you get confused for um famous uh, Uh, new zealanders correct yeah yeah um that's what it says in my um, bio for assassins. Um, I thought I'd play on the like. Um, Benny has appeared in this and this by just listing all the f- celebrities I've been mistaken for. It's. I thought I was being really funny. I mean, um, who, who were the celebrities? I know I've read this for, but for those listening at home, so they can imagine. Uh, so um, Dave Farney. Um, which is funny because a friend of mine uh, posted on my wall a screenshot of a um, a Christmas ad uh, with Dave Funny, and it was like, "Oh, free promo for Assassins!" And I was like, "You have no idea. You have no idea." Wow! wow. Like not not even knowing the spot the difference kind of connection. He was just like, "Hey, it's you." I was like, "Is that someone comedian Dave Funny?" Oh no. <laughs> Okay. Yep. DJ Forbes. DJ Forbes. Rugby player. Yep. Um, I got Frankie Stevens once. Um, which I don't know how I felt about that. I actually didn't feel great about that. I will be honest. I mean, it's nice and Christmassy because yeah, you know, there's no Coca-Cola Christmas in the park this year, but um, you know. Benny Marama and Assassins is like discount Coca-Cola Christmas in the park in that <laughs> you're wearing a Santa suit and you kind of look like Frankie Stevens. And I sweat a lot like Frankie Stevens. So, Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, thanks for uh, giving us some insight into famous Islanders. <laughs> um, who are you mistaken for? Uh, didn't expect the show to be going this way, but I'm glad we got here. <laughs> But um, circling back to the Benny Marama of it all, um, so you probably get asked this question often. Um, I've probably asked it to you on previous uh, That's the Ticket appearances, but it's the old who you are and a brief kind of creative history because I feel like it's a good way to um, set up uh, when we talk about what you're currently up to in future projects if we know where you've been, you know? Absolutely. Okay. Um, uh, my name is Kirana. My name is Benny Marama. I um, am from the Cook Islands, but I was born and raised here. Um, I work at the Meteor Theatre, um, which is great. One of my favourite spaces like, just in, in the world. Yeah, um, I was like, you and, can't just say Hamilton. You've got to say in the world, bud. No, Absolutely. Absolutely. And I'm a playwright, an actor, and a director, and a producer. Yeah, um, so you I, can't get that one off. Absolutely not. <laughs> um, no, I, my one core value is to encourage and grow. I believe, um, that this community needs and deserves um, different faces. Um, And my job, my purpose is to help find those faces and put them on stages. Well said. And it's a brilliant segue into uh, my next question (laughs) as well. So, um, you know, Benny Marama, um, Adam Award winning playwright. Uh, I'm going to chuck that in there. Uh, and- I didn't, I didn't, I didn't. So thank you for flexing. <laughs> I got to flex on your behalf, Benny. 
Um, but yes, a walking playwright, uh, local creator, producer, director. Um, you really kind of do uh, a bit of it all. And you also have your own, do we call it a theatre company? Or what What do we refer to 3T as? I think I think it's a, it's a theatre company. Okay. So the other 3T, so it's not that's the ticket, but it's um, Tahi Tahi Tasi. And three T um, for short. And um, how long has that been around? It's been a couple years now, right? Yeah, it was um, twenty nine. Spot the difference, eighteen. Eighteen. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Our first thing, okay. our first jam was um, the summer Shakespeare kind of as a proto three T. Uh, but then our Spot the Difference tour. Um, yeah. Many, so many tours. Well, no, you had like the one big tour and then popped up in Hamilton several times by popular demand with yeah. that show. Um, and so uh, what what you were saying before about your kind of purpose is about um, getting uh Pacifica and Maori creatives um visibility and creative capacities. That's mm. your kind of um personal purpose, but it's also something that 3T is all about, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um we believe that our community deserves this. It deserves mm. um to be this beautiful theatrical tapestry um, and giving power to communities that um, don't feel seen. So an agency. Um, And opening up um, different spaces and being invited to different spaces. Um, like brown spaces, queer spaces, um, and seeing how we can better them for actions. And I think it's what you guys have done and what you are continuing to do, um, looking at your track record of kind of shows and creative initiatives um, that you've done over the years, it's you've really kind of done a good job of diversifying and not in just, um, you know, uh, to quote you, brown faces, um, in in other ways as well. Like I feel like a lot of your shows, and especially I know one that you've got coming up, which we're going to touch on soon, um, that you kind of break the mould. And it's like just because this show um exists like this in one world doesn't mean that we can't take it and break away from the normal casting or the normal way that this is being done. For example, your mm. night stream um for Hamilton Gans Arts Festival. Uh you know, it's a Shakespeare play, but you um infused it, for want of a better word, uh with stuff from your culture, right? Yeah, yeah. I looked at um, uh, our mythology, but also if I if I wanted to get kind of um, fancier about it, yeah, I wanted to imbue this with the, um, our kind of stories. But at the end of the day, I wanted um, you know. L- little me and the audience to see another brown face saying these strange words that they don't understand you. Yep. And and I actually, I, oh, sorry, you go, Benny. Oh, I was just saying, um, and I got to kind of combine my two, like, big loves, um, my love for the arts and Shakespeare and my love for my family. And the fact that I got to work with my family in um, different aspects of the show was just, that's where I was like, cool, I want to keep doing this. And 
you you have. And I, I was actually just going to point out, it's just kind of occurred to me that um, 3T, you guys have a solid um, kind of a series of Shakespeare's under your belt because you've got Midsummer, you've got two noble um, kingswomen, which, again, um, is, as I was saying before, 3T taking something and doing it completely differently because it's it was mm-hmm. a, um adaptation of the Shakespeare classic Two Noble Kinsmen, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but it reads, the play itself reads so queer mm. um, and excellent. So I was like, cool. What happens? What, ha- what, what would this play be like if we put it in the this queer space and had a cast of like primarily women I think two um uh, uh two male actors but yeah uh, primarily women and queer women mm. um as well because uh, I did want to have this beautiful idealized um utopia of equity but also have some fun and- I, I think Shakespeare um, has, should be recontextualized and you know uh, stuffed around with and torn to pieces and reassembled it should be um, was it Mark Houlihan Dr. Mark Houlihan um uh, has always talked um, talk, talk to me about that with um, Midsummer. Mm. Uh, he said, and why shouldn't you? Why shouldn't it be these faces doing this? Um, Shakespeare enjoys this, has this kind of um, high um, view uh, of it being for the lords and the ladies, but it was for the common folk. Shakespeare is so. Why not? Why not um, repurpose it there? I feel like I'm just rambling about Shakespeare for a little bit. No, it's it's good for my next my next segue, Benny. Um, and so you know, as we've 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 covered three uh, T, uh, you directed um, a Midsummer Night's Dream and Two Noble Kinswomen, and then. Um, 3T produced James Smith's uh, Four Kings, which was... Yeah, we do a lot of Shakespeare, don't we? Yeah. I've, I've just had this kind of, like, um, light bulb. You know, you know it's because it's, it doesn't cost for rights. It's free. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, I mean, let's just let's just say it's because Shakespeare deserves to be um, played around with and torn to pieces and rebuilt as something new with this similar essence, which I feel like Four Kings achieved. And James and I have talked about Four Kings many times on That's the Ticket, so I'll not skip, but I'll, I'll just brush over that one because um, what I really want to get to is uh, the next um, kind of project for you and Tahi Tahi Tasi, which is the 2022 Hamilton Gardens Arts Festival Summer Shakespeare. And um, I'll let you do the honours of um, introducing what uh, next year's Shakespeare is. Yeah. Uh, so that is Julius Caesar. Um James came to me with a vision and said, would it be really cool if we did this? I was like, oh, let's do it. Um, Sober this time. um, I I guess I say that because um, the last time we decided to collaborate on a show, we had a few too many. And the next point I was like, oh, I guess we're we're doing the show. Really good. Um, But yeah, uh, it's set um, kind of now, but in the future. Um, and there are so many themes. About, uh, I feel like I don't have to explain Julius Caesar. Everyone sort of knows um, 
I mean, yeah, and I would say let's save the uh, plot summary for um, closer to the show because I'm sure I will have um, guests from uh, Julius Caesar on That's the Ticket, or I hope so. So, um, James, if you're listening to this, um, keen for a chat in 2022, mate. What, what we wanted to do with this, um, kind of share this vision with James, is um, take a look at now um, with the rise of fascism um, and the alt-right. And it's, it's peppered all throughout the text. Um, and the, this vision that we have for the play is dark and gross and um, uneasy, um, which would be great for a summer's afternoon. Oh, I mean, you say that, but I think especially, I've been saying this on the show since like last year, but with kind of COVID-19 and lockdowns and stuff, I think audiences are we're in a great zone for kind of darker kind of real more kind of intense thought-provoking stuff because we've kind of lived it a bit and so seeing that represented um now's a better time than ever I find I mean that that's just my opinion I can't speak for the entire uh kind of audience space of Kitty Kiriroa but uh I'm a try but no <laughs> <laughs> That's what that's what I vibe. And I think um, Julius Caesar, it's not like I've never seen it in Hamilton. I mean, obviously, I haven't been around for that long. Um, but had, do you know if it's ever been done as a summer Shakespeare? Um, I'll be honest, I have no idea. Um, I think it's been a while since a um, uh, tragedy or history has been summer Shakespeare, because usually it's a comedy. Yeah. Um, is more accessible um, and they're kind of fun summer entertainment. So this is a challenge. Um, so I, I don't know. Probably probably sometime in the 90s. Yeah. Okay. I'll have it's to been, do it. Uh, almost 30 years. Yeah, that's long enough, I think. Um, 30 years. It's, it seems an appropriate time to bring it back. Bring it back. Yeah, blood. yeah. New blood depicting depicting some historic bloodshed. Great. Yeah, and we got such a cool cast. That was all right. I don't want to skim over that excellent, excellent kind of sort of phrase. No, great. no. Please, please um talk about your excellent cast though, because um I I'm here for the creative tea, Benny. Yeah. Um, <laughs> No, we um, put a call out for video auditions um, because um, shifting alert levels um, and we got so many... Uh, the idea with casting was to have it completely open. Um, so open-gendered casting. Um, so we have... Um, uh, cis women and non-binary folk playing roles that are primarily male roles, mm. um, which is it, it lends such a different energy um, uh, to to these roles. Um, and some of my favorite actors from Kikiridoa are in the show, like uh, my creative partner um, um, Anthony Pauleono who is also the co-founder of Taita Itasti um, he's in it playing Mark Anthony um, which you did kind of say I, I want to do it for, for for a lol Anthony playing Anthony but he's amazing and it's um, going to be awesome to see him um, back on stage because it's been a hot minute yeah actually um, especially Shakespeare too. Mm. Um, and I must say, one of my favorite actors who I've always wanted to do something with, um, uh, Missy Mooney, who it's friend of the show, friend of the show. So she's 
such an excellent actor. So I'm like, oh my gosh, this is unreal that we have these, some of the best um, talent <laughs> in the Waikato. Um, and not just um, these like established kind of veterans of the stage. Um, you got some newbies in there too. Yeah. Yeah. And um, and it's cool. And it's really cool to be like, hey, here's this world that you um, didn't really know. Well, you knew existed, but you didn't feel like you were allowed to be a part of. Um, and you are, absolutely. Um, it, it's our vibe. There's some wonderfully strange people in the show, and that is exactly how I love it. This, that's all you want. But um, Julius Caesar will be running at uh, the 2022 Hamilton Gardens Arts Festival. Uh, you've got uh, performances on February 20th at 3 p.m., February 24th at 6 p.m., and then the 5 a.m. on Saturday, the 26th of Feb. Um, more info can be found at hgaf.co.nz and um, I will be putting links up uh, on the That's the Ticket Facebook page. So give that a cheeky like if you haven't already um, and might as well jump over to uh, the Tahi Tahi Tasi Facebook page and give them a like too so you can get uh, the inside scoop. And um, right. I'm going to give you a break because um, you've been doing so well and giving me all the gossip I need and all the arts chat I crave. Um, and I'm going to break for some Dua Lipa. Um, Dua Lipa. <laughs> a favourite of yours. Uh, this is Levitating.
That was uh, Benny's favourite Dua Lipa song, Levitating. It is your favourite, right? It is. I, I know I know. we talked about it. I said, mm, I think hallucinating's been levitating. No, no, no. Levitating is a classic. I'm already doing the double clap in my head now. If you feel like you need a little bit of company, you maybe have the perfect time. Clap, clap. That was that was beautiful. I appreciate that. <laughs> um, Benny and I have just been talking about um, Tahi Tahi Tasi's uh, up next uh, production, which is Julius Caesar, the Summer Shakespeare ha- Shakespeare for Hamilton Gardens Arts Festival, and. Um, Seeing as we're on the topic of upcoming events, I'm actually just going to quickly break into other upcoming events. Uh, so, Benny, uh, I'm just going to list a bunch of events. Feel free to interject at any time um, or just enjoy the ride. But in uh, no particular order, Assassins, uh, starring the one and only Benny Marama, who you can see in a Santa suit with a, eating a cheeseburger and smoking a cigarette on the Assassins poster. Um, so Assassins is running right now. Uh, shows December 15th to 18th at 7.30pm at the Meteor. Um, Elsewhere in the Tron, looking to the future, uh, Beauty and the Beast Jr. has been put on by Hamilton Musical Theatre. It's running January um, 18th to 22nd uh, with 11am and 2pm shows daily. Plus, they've got a couple of 7pm shows thrown in there too. Check out iTicket for more info and tickets to that. I've heard it's selling like there's no tomorrow. So if you want tickets, book. Actually, just in general, book tickets. It's um, fairly important in these COVID times we live in. Um over at Clarence Street, they've got Ursula Carlson coming through for a comedy show uh, next year on February 11th and 12th. Um, visit the Clarence Street website for more info on those. Then, as we've mentioned, um, Hamilton Gardens Arts Festival is just around the corner. The festival is set to run February 18th to 27th, and the full program has recently dropped Plus, there are vouchers available on their website right now if you're looking for Christmas presents. Um, so just visit hgaf.co.nz for more info. And then as we've been talking about for the past, oh, it's a, probably a solid quarter of the show, Julius Caesar presented by Tahi Tahi Tasi is running February 20th to uh, 26th at various times. And it's a free slash Kohara event. Benny? Yep, it's... um. Koha uh, will pass the hat around at the end of the show, um, but otherwise it's free. Like the Shakespeare's always need to be accessible and always need to be. The summer Shakespeare's are always, always have to be accessible. So chuck a couple of coins in the hat if you if if you can, but otherwise. Yeah, enjoy this excellent free show. I mean, there's no such thing as a bad free show. No, actually, that's I don't quote me on that. But um, <laughs> we're nearing the end of your time on that's the ticket, Benny. I feel like we've covered a lot of ground. Like I, I want to kind of have a high five after the show. I think. Um, but I'm going to put you on the spot uh, because it makes entertaining radio. But uh, I'm going to ask you for some advice. Um, you know, because it's become evident over this episode that you've uh, been around the creative block several times. And so any advice you would pass on to other crea- creators out there, other rangatahi, you know? Um, damn. Uh, uh, don't be afraid to create, but don't be afraid to ask. Um, there are people out here who will, who do want to listen and who do want to help um, you to become the the best creative you can be. So don't be afraid to to ask the questions, um, but also make stuff. Go like, don't be afraid to make stuff. Um, I'm always down for yarn. For a, for a coffee and a yarn. Um, so hit us at the 3T page. 
Um, Anthony and I both are. Um, we've got like this little crew um, that we've just checked in the group chat, and we all catch up periodically for like ice cream. Um, we'll just to hang out and talk about what we've got coming up and what we can help with. Um, one of the kids is um, um, in Caesar as well. Um, but yeah, and these were um, people that were afraid to ask. Mm. And we made it. Well, this helps to make it a safe space so they could and they can and they do. So, yeah, TLDR, um, uh, don't be afraid to create and don't be afraid to ask. Great advice. No, that's great. That's such a positive message to be sending out and I'm so glad to uh, be in a position where I can facilitate it and get to talk to um, cool people like you. And um, good friend like you. And um, so I'm going to play us out um, with some songs that make me think of you, Benny. Um, one of them is Hallucinate by Dua Lipa. Because I'm like, oh, I yes. both because I know I couldn't remember which was your favorite, Levitating or Hallucinate. So I'm like, I'll just do both. And then <laughs> um, after Hallucinate, I'm going to close the show uh, with a song that's very special to the both of us, and it is For Good from the hit musical record. Um, so I've been Hannah Mooney. He's been Benny Marama. This has been <laughs> That's the Ticket, and I will catch you guys next week. Kakite. Stream that bit of
changed for the better Because I knew you Because I knew you Episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.